Cheers. Cheers. Hello, Colorado. This is John Bear with I Love Colorado Beer Podcast. Today on our show, we have, for the third time, Ross Bowdy. Ross is putting on the Winter Craft Beer Festival here in Boulder. And, Ross, I want the Winter Craft Beer Festival elevator pitch. Go. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me first off, John. Uh, it is fun to have gone through this journey with you as we've started Wintercraft Beer Festival over the last three years and as we come up on year three. Uh, quick elevator pitch, we wanted to do something in the winter that celebrated a lot of the styles that aren't around for summer festivals and uh, really felt like Boulder didn't have a, a good amount of brew festivals happening and so we, we just went for it and, and our pitch is basically... You know, come, check out a ton of great beer, have a ton of fun uh, in a time where you're kind of feeling like you need to hibernate. And so our goal is get up off your couch, do something fun on a random February Saturday, and uh, come have fun with over 50 breweries and lots of other good nonsense. I like it. I like it. And like you say, there's not a lot of festivals in the winter, so it's a great reason to have a beer festival. So Absolutely. As a Coloradoan, thank you. Oh, thank you. goodness. <laughs> so, just, just doing my duty. Right, of course. So your craft beer fan duty, of course. Um, so issues that you had in the first year, yep. second year, yeah. that you're going to fix this year. Uh, first issue that comes to mind is our first year, six weeks before our venue bail launch. That's awesome. Uh, so we scrambled and... Thank you to the people at University of Colorado that they stepped up and opened up Coors Event Center for us. Uh, and it was a scramble and a mad dash, and we just didn't want to lose the momentum of starting this when we felt like it, it had a purpose. Uh, and so year two came around, and we had a great time working with CU, but the issue that arose was we ran out of booth space. Um, you know, we capped it at 40 breweries. We had about eight or ten sponsors and vendors on site, and we literally could not have squeezed another table into the space. And so as we were looking at year three, that was a big problem to figure out. Uh, we... When we had our first vision of this, it was to have it be a festival of about 50 to 60 breweries. Um, we knew that wasn't gonna be year one, but that was kind of the goal. And, and so when we realized, wow, this space looks really big, but when you actually start walking it and pacing it off, it just wasn't enough for where we wanted to bring. And so, um, we looked into different things and we feel like we've accomplished a fix of moving it to 29th Street and doing some really creative things that people, I think, will be surprised by. Well, that's great. We're, I'm really excited to talk about the new location. I want, I'm, I'm curious about that. Was that uh, new location, was that decision made based on being able to fit enough breweries into the festival that you wanted to go? Yeah, it was a combo of things. Um, but the biggest thing was wanting to hit that vision of amount of breweries, uh, amount of community engagement uh, outside of just breweries being there, um, and then uh, third, getting to the capacity uh, to have the amount of people coming to our breweries think it's worth the time. Sure. Um, sure. And so we really feel like we found these three things in our partnership with 29th Street and. Um, 
it is uh, it takes some creativity to think about throwing a beer fest yeah. essentially in a parking structure <laughs> um, and especially in the winter because there's a lot of question marks but because of the space uh, there's a ceiling so you know we are protected there but also, it just gives, we put up walls where we want to put up walls. Right. And so right. uh, that that was a really attractive thing for us of being able to adapt and grow. And, and, and we think this has the potential of being the long-term location. Sure. And sure. so, you know, as, as you're growing a beer fest, you know, and I, I went to a conference about people throwing live events and it's like, Hey, you know, years one and years two, you're kind of doing this, but your long-term vision has to be, you know, attainable. And, and we really feel like our partnership with 29th Street has that long-term uh, availability. Right. So it's going to be at 29th Street. Yep. Give, give us the layout. Tell us, tell us about yeah. that. So. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that's unique about their space is... Uh, there's actually part of the mall where the movie theater is that is technically below ground um, where the rest of the mall is. So there's a main entrance into this parking area from the main street level. Where the flagpoles are. Where the flagpoles are and the big globe, fun-looking thing. And so we're going to be taking tickets up there and moving people down in. And I think people are going to be real surprised as they go down that it doesn't feel like a place where there were cars parked the day before. It's going to be unique and different, and uh, we're doing our best to come up with a lot of creative elements to make you forget it's a parking structure. But we also kind of like the idea of a little bit against the grain, a little bit of breaking the rules that go in line. Yeah, underground. That go in line with kind of some of the values that I think craft beer hold tightly to Um, and so uh, expect the unexpected is what I would say so along those same lines what's the uh, the clientele what's the target audience that you're looking for yeah you know when we really looked into getting into this space one of the things that we we wanted to create a vision of what what it is we wanted to be long term and we wanted to be very beer focused in our event and so uh, we feel like we have a similar clientele to GABF, where the beer matters. Um, we don't want to be a concert that also has beer. Great idea. Right. Not knocking that. Right. Uh, that's just not what we wanted to be. Um, and so one of the fun things about the move this year is we actually can have a live music. So there will be live music. Uh, but we are doing it in a way that you still can have a conversation with the brewer about their beer. Um, So brewers will be there serving the beer. Yeah, I mean, not every brewery will have their brewer there, but but every every booth is manned by people who work at that brewery. Okay, so they'll have information about the beer and they can tell you. They know their stuff. They're going to tell you about it, you know, what's going on. Um, And so we, we feel... That there's a similarity, but there's a it's a little bit more accessible in the size and the cost. Right. Um, hey, I go to GABF and I think it's amazing, and I don't complain about the cost. So, <laughs> right. You know, but there's there's definitely a you know we're the same time frame as GABF as far as the session length. Yep. And so we feel like we can deliver 
a tiny a tiny taste of that uh, in a smaller group while not really being small. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Having uh, yeah. having your own nice space there. Yeah. So. Tell us about the games that you're going to have there, about food trucks. Tell us about yeah. sort of the outside of the beer lines that you're going to have. Yes, yeah, so one of the, the wonderful uh, accidents of moving venues was being able to engage with food trucks, with with uh, different vendors that, that we couldn't get into the CU space. And so we are going to have five or six food trucks that are all across the board, uh, Mexican food, uh, barbecue, burgers, hot dogs. All, all things that are good things to have in you when you're going to taste a lot. <laughs> some uh, food at some point is probably a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, games. We're we're trying to be real creative this year and, yep. and do some fun things that sort of fall in line in line with the winter theme. Sure. Uh, but I'm going to leave that to surprise. Okay. Uh, and part right. of that is when you plan a festival, you're not totally ready a month out. Anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to have a live band. We're going to have, you know, Cape Show is sponsoring this right. year again. And yep. so in between band stuff, we'll be having a playlist that KBCO has given us and and we'll be doing a lot of fun things like that. Um, Hazel's is one of our major sponsors, and yep. we've loved our partnership with them from the beginning, just like you guys. They've right. been there from year one, and, and they've got a lot of creative ideas they're coming out with to yeah. engage with our attendees and also engage with the brewers and encourage people to do stuff. And uh, So there's going to be a lot of opportunities to have fun right. besides yeah. just drinking beer. Um, you know, there's we've had a couple other things at our festivals like Austin, Oscar Blues Silent Disco in the past and, and so we're hoping for some of those kind of sneaky elements to come into play uh, but like I said a month out it's still a question mark but surprise. it'll be great it's a surprise it'll be great yeah. <laughs> so last year you had the People's Choice Award yes tell us are you going to do that again this year absolutely okay uh, we this has become part of our DNA um, we did not pull the trigger on it year one I, a couple reasons for it uh, but we decided there was some sort of value to having people engage. And I would say it twofold. One, brewers want to win. Yeah, of course they and do. And so they're going to bring at least one style that is going to blow your mind. Um, along with a couple other beers. But, I mean, it's just going to be great. And two, we think the people who go to these events should be hurt. Uh, we are the people paying for these all you can sample we want to know what somebody what crazy saison somebody's coming up with what crazy smoked beer like what's the next thing chili infused whatever and so we want to hear from you like and the brewers want to hear from you they want to know you know there's nothing wrong with people who've done the certification to be an actual beer judge right we, we applaud this right um However, we also buy a beer at liquor stores, and we're fans. And so we think it's great feedback. We had an amazing turnout of people who actually voted last year. Uh, you just never know what you're going to get, but we had 80% of the attendees vote. Really? It was awesome. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, a brewery came out of nowhere for me. I had never heard of them. Week of, said, do you have any space? We had just had a cancellation because we ran out of space. <laughs> yep. Weldworks Brewing out of Greeley came in, crushed it, crushed it, and they just, 
they ran away with it. And and to me, you know, that's the power of something like this. Right. And now everywhere you turn, Weldworks is being talked about. They're doing great things. And so uh, we just want to encourage that kind of that kind right. of growth and we think it's a super fun way for people to engage well I remember at year one mm-hmm. I interviewed the, uh, the brewers from Weldwork and that, they said that was actually the first interview they had ever done nice. at year one so yep, yep. That's, uh, that's impressive so how many breweries are coming so right now we're at 52 okay. that may change up or down three years so sure. uh, down at this point not really but you know uh, we've probably added three a week for the last couple of weeks wow. um, you know and, and we have space yeah. and so you know um, if a few more want to reach out we could probably accommodate um, but we're excited 52 from eight states uh, from uh, Delaware to Hawaii it's, it's really a full boat it's, yeah. it's, it's humbling because uh, you know we reach out to whoever we think are doing good things and um, it's fun to see them come out and, and support it. Right. Well, when we talk about setting up this interview, I promised that I wouldn't put you on the spot. Yep. So the next question is, which brewery is the best? That's the dumbest question you've ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone has their favorites. And that's that's the fun of this. And uh, I have personal friends of that are the brewers or the owners of certain sure. ones, so I cannot say because I will not be friends with them right. anymore. Okay, all right. But what I will say is we have, I mean, we have 10 to 15 breweries that if they were showing up to a beer fest in another state, people would be lining up to just taste their stuff. I mean, where we're at right now, people are excited to taste what, what Avery Brewing is doing. Right. You know, Avery, all the other ones are local, Dogfish Head, uh, Maui out of Hawaii, like I was saying, all of them would have a different answer for who they're liking what's going on. And so, uh, what's fun is, it's up to you guys to come and tell me who's the best. <laughs> Last year it was Welders, so I'm waiting to hear from them. That's right. They let the people decide. Yeah. Power to the people. Uh, and shout out to Avery. Avery let thank us come you. in do the uh, the uh, interview here. So cheers again. Cheers again. Yep. So thanks again to Avery. Um, year four? Is it out there? We don't see any reason not to. And, okay. and uh, you know, everything can change. Who knows? There's right. a risk in live events, and everyone who puts them on understands that. Of course. Um, but we have big dreams, and I would say look out for new mm-hmm. um, There's a lot of question marks. And I, I get that. Like, it takes a little bit of creativity to even contact a place and say, can we use your parking structure right. as an event venue? Right. Um, so what I would say is give us a chance. Show up this year. Check the weather. Dress appropriately. Sure. Uh, but there's going to be walls and heat and all sorts of things, and you won't think it's a parking structure when it's all shut Well, the nice but, Give us a shot. Yeah. Nice thing about being underground is you can control the climate. Yes. So even if it's freezing outside, you guys will be able to control the temperature exactly. there. So yeah, it, it's going to be great no matter what. Um, tell us about community cycles. Yes. Uh, so uh, from the beginning, we were like, we want a nonprofit. We we want this to be bigger than us. We want right. it to be bigger than craft. And part of it was going. If we're going to dive into this craft space, what are some of their values that we want to adopt? And every craft brewery I've ever met is involved in their community. They are giving back. They're doing all sorts of things. And so 
we were like, we need a nonprofit involved. We didn't know at the time that we needed a nonprofit involved. Uh, however, that's just been a super fun thing. We've had different nonprofits every year, and this year, as we were interviewing different potentials, Community Cycles just rose to the top. And they are a Boulder based nonprofit. They are advocates for people getting on bikes and not getting in cars to get around sure. town. Bigger than Boulder, it's it goes all different places, and it fits the values of craft beer as well. Of craft breweries want you to live your life. They want you to get off your couch. They want you to get outside and experience things. I think about Upstate, who's one of the great Boulder brewers. They do a backcountry tapping event every fall for the last couple of years, where you go and you hike high in the mountains, and there's a tapping for you at the end of the hike. That is a core value of a majority of craft breweries. And so, from my perspective, I go, these guys fit amazingly well with with everyone being able to get on board with their vision. We all want to be a part of making our world a better place, and we can all agree that the less we drive, the more we'll have mountains to experience. And so, and maybe not every one of you is going to agree to that, but it still comes. Uh, and they they have been a joy to work with. They are amazingly professional and do just an amazing job partnering with, with, with us in this and we hope to scratch them a pretty large check at the end of this event. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so the, the event's rain or shine, correct? Yes. Uh, how can people prepare to come to the event? Great question. Uh, check the weather. Um, we will be protected from any moisture. So even if it's raining or snowing, it won't be on us. Right. Um, and we are taking the proper steps to heat the space, to bring in extra patio heating elements that you would see at different places, if that's the case. But I would also say dress appropriately. Right. Uh, bring your hoodies, bring your mittens, bring your stocking caps if the weather calls. And so, um, but we, we feel as we've looked at the space and the different elements we're bringing in, you show up, there's going to be multiple thousands of people, you're going to be fun. Right, right. Uh, on your website, you list, list several different ways that people can yep. get to the event, right? So you list Uber, Lyft, yep. C-Trip, yep. RTD. Uh -huh. uh, other than that, and bring a friend. Name three ways people can get to the event. Go. Uh, community Cycles would like me to say, ride your bike. There you go. Maybe, maybe leave your bike there afterwards. <laughs> Take one of those other things home, um, or go out into 29th Street or the neighboring area and have a bite to eat, take a few hours, sober up, right. uh, be smart. Um, another way I would say is uh, live really close to 29th Street and walk. Uh, we're actually doing an event at one of the apartment complexes that's right there, because uh, we want to engage with the community that's right around it. Right. Um, and then, this really isn't transportation too, but I would say we are announcing our partner hotel in the next week, and so maybe get there however the heck you want, and buy a hotel room at our partner hotel, where you can get there safely. Uh, without any help and uh, be smart because 
while craft beer is such a joy, the one thing all of us in the industry don't want is for people to make a bad decision and get behind the wheel right too much. Right. Everybody so, wants craft beer, but you have to make smart decisions. Completely, 100%. And, yep. and, and we're all a part of, you know, when I first started craft brewing festivals, one of the things people said is, man, that's going to be crazy. It's going to be out of control. Two years in, we feel like we couldn't have better people who show up, right? And and who understand their own limits, that understand what the point of sampling craft beer is about. And we've had zero incidents in two years of people getting out of hand or leaving. And yeah, knock on wood, but I think you guys know what you're doing. Right. And and for yeah. me, that that was part of the reason why I wanted to do that. Right. Well, these people are good people. Sure. Of course, they're crappy. Yeah. Of course they're crappy. Yeah. So, one of the people that we interviewed last year at the festival okay. was um, some of the security guards, uh, police officers that were there. We asked them about the, the clientele, people that were there um, sampling the beers, and they said, this is one of the largest gatherings of happy drunks that they've ever seen. And they didn't have any issues, like you say. I mean, yep. Craft beer fans are great people in general all the way around. So, Believe cheers. Craft beer fans. Yeah. Well Thank done. you. Thank you for being who you are. Um, all right. What did we miss? Anything that people want to know that we haven't yet talked about? Keep your eyes open. Like our page on Facebook, Winter Craft Beer Festival, at, on Facebook, or our website, which is wintercraftbeerfestival.com. I know it's a lot to type in, but you'll find us that way. Um, or go to ilovecolorofbeer.com and get an easy link. That's, That's right. an even better That's idea. Right. <laughs> um, but really, at, at this point, we just are wanting people to, to come together. I mean, the, the variety of beer that will be on site uh, in a month's time will rival, I would say, any beer festival in the country. As far as styles, types, different takes on different styles, I mean, it's, it's going to be excellent. And, and so come have fun, bring a friend, or seven. <laughs> Either way, uh, but just just be smart about how you come and how you live. Right. So you said there was going to be surprises. Tell us all the surprises. <laughs> all right. So how can people find tickets? More information, yeah. Facebook, all the social media. Yeah. So one, if you're watching this podcast on ilovecolorofbeer.com or their Facebook page, just click right on the link that's going to be there. Somewhere. Somewhere. He'll make it happen. Yeah, I, I believe be in that. It'll be here. Um, and enter the code COBEER. C-O-B-E-E-R. And that will save you $5 off of either GA or VIP tickets. Uh, and also be checking our website and our Facebook and you know join our newsletter, whatever you want to do. Because we are announcing our VIP gift package. This week, it's going to be pretty nice. Now, VIP gets in an hour early, right? They get in an hour early, but we put on the website gift bag okay. as part of what you get. Okay. And we're actually announcing the pieces that will be in there this week. Nice. So, stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, what's your what's your at sign and hashtags and all that? Yeah, so uh, on Instagram, we're at Wintercraft Beer Festival. And on Twitter, we're at at Wintercraft Beer. 
so follow us there. I will apologize. We don't do a ton on Twitter, but Instagram and Facebook, you can find us and do lots of stuff. They're out there. They're easy to find. Yeah. All right. Well, Ross, thank you so much for doing the interview with us, but also thank you so much for giving us something to do in the winter um, with our craft beer fans. Yeah, and I would also say for all of you ladies looking for the best Valentine's Day present ever... <laughs> Just saying, it's two weeks before. That's right, it's really close. 11 days, actually. So Less than two weeks, okay. I mean, I'm giving you a chance to win. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Thank well, you, John. Cheers. Always Thank a pleasure, you, man. Yeah.